welcome to the Love of Dirt podcast. I'm Nikki and I'm your host and today we will be talking about how to fill a raised bed for under $10. This past week we made our, our new raised bed for our veggie patch and we shared a time lapse of us building it and filling it. It went a bit nuts on Instagram. We had loads of people commenting on specifically on my technique of filling it. I've filled my fair share of raised beds and I've got my technique down pat. However, I did make a few rookie mistakes along the way. The first time I bought the cheapest soil potting mix that I could find, I think it was around $2 a bag for a 25 litre bag. And I put it all in my brand new raised bed and I planted everything out and everything just turned yellow and died. Whenever I see people loading up that specific potting mix now, I just want to run over and just like shake them and say, don't buy it. You're, you're going to sort of kill your gardening dream. The second time around, I went to a landscape supplier and I bought their veggie patch mix, uh, which is uh, what they class as a premium mix. And I think we paid around $300 to fill two beds, which, which is insane considering now that we're doing it so cheaply. And in the end, the same thing happened. Everything just turned yellow and died. It was just, it was so depressing. It took around six months uh, with loads of other inputs for that veggie patch to come good. And now I want to share with you how I fill my raised beds so they are ready to roll and they don't cost as much. So I use a method which is called the lasagna method. And many people have very different techniques, but I'll share with you what I do. Essentially, it's just layers um, of organic matter, compost and manure, and you just keep on sort of layering it up until the bed is full. So we generally will buy our sugarcane mulch and sometimes manure if we don't have access to some free stuff from family members who have horses and um, sheep and things like that. So it generally will... it always does really cost us under $10 to fill it. So to get started, um, if I'm planting direct on grass, if I'm obviously don't do this on invasive grass like kikuyu and things like that, you'll probably need to dig that all out before you start. But generally I just, um, if I've got a little bit of grass and weeds, I'll start with a layer of of cardboard first. I'm a bit lazy. I don't like to sort of pull it out. (laughs) Uh, From there I will run around my garden and do some pruning Uh, all of my sort of not the the super heavy branches because I'm a little bit um, concerned about uh, white ants in our raised beds which are made of um, hardwood untreated hardwood but things like your like perennial basil branches and just you know pulling out sunflowers and just different plants that aren't harboring any kind of disease. And I'll just pop all of these branches in the bottom of my raised bed. Our garlic beds, we used um, all of the sunflower stalks. If you follow me on Instagram, you might've seen our sunflower hedge last year. So they're all full of that, those um, stalks. And yeah, it, it really did sort of take a big chunk of, um, level like the amount that we had to fill it up by starting with all of those big woody branches 
So from there, I layer with a homemade compost. And usually that first layer of compost is his compost that's not quite finished. It will usually be the bin that I'm still adding to. And I haven't started the sort of um, sitting, resting period to, to fully rot it down. So there's a lot of sort of scraps in there that haven't fully broken down. So as long as it's sort of at the very base and not within that first 30 centimetres of... Um, of depth, that's that's what I'll use. So from there, I do a layer of sugarcane mulch. If you live sort of south, um, not near the sugarcane farms, um, you may find that uh, a pea straw or something like that will work better. Uh, if you're in an area that has lots of loosen ready, readily available, that's a good option as well. But what you want is sort of like a a, a fine mulch, I guess, I would probably avoid loosen in drought. I think that needs to be reserved for farmers. Um, but sugarcane's a good sort of, it's a byproduct of that industry. So it's a great option for us. On top of the manure, oh, it's, oh sorry, on top of the sugarcane, I then use a layer of manure, getting ahead of myself. And I do about a layer of two centimetres of each, each sort of layer about of depth. So then we just keep going. So we go another layer of compost, another layer of um, the sugarcane mulch, and then manure. And I keep going until I get to the top and finish with a layer of my best compost. So, and usually I'll probably do a double layer of that. So about four centimeters of of my well-rotted compost. In between each layer, I also, on top of my manure, I do what I call my goodie mix. Um, which is it's reserved my recipe for that's my secret sauce um I reserved that for my dirt lover members but basically in a nutshell it's just trace elements that are going to give my patch a bit of a boost make sure that all the plants have everything they need I guess uh, it's worth noting that of course to keep the cost down I'm using my homemade compost and I'm using manure that I'm sourcing from family Um, who have horses or sheep but if you don't have access to that you if you live in a city go for a little bit of a drive um, one Sunday afternoon or whatever and you'll find sort of where the people have hobby farms that they're often selling their bags of manure on the side of the road quite cheaply and the other tip is if you haven't started composting or you haven't started a worm farm, start doing that because that's also going to help in the long run. Having said that, if you really want to get going and fill your raised bed and you don't want to spend $300 to fill it, what you can do is purchase a mix of your commercial composts. So instead of sort of picking one brand, um, do... Do a bunch of different things. So mix your mushroom compost with just some regular ones, but just choose different brands. I try to kind of keep it so it, if I am, if I have to purchase um, pre-commercial um, compost, I I try and do it so half of it is good compost and the the other half is um, the cheaper stuff. So I think generally you can get your mushroom compost for around $4 a bag and then the the sort of more commercial, the ones with the actual uh, quality standard ticks, which is a little red ticks on the bags, um, they're usually around $10. So if that's 
something that you need to do, then that that's a good option. So half and half, half cheap, half good. And that will give you a really well-balanced garden bed. If that's still out of your budget, then really have a look into straw bale gardening. This is something that we've just started doing this year, particularly in areas where we're wanting to um, do in-garden beds. But the soil is really terrible. So we'll do a straw bale, um, which is essentially just a bale of, of straw. And we use sugarcane mulch again. And you condition it with lots of nitrogen for around two weeks until it starts breaking down. And then you plant directly into the, the straw bale. And our, some of our broccoli and our tomatoes are doing really like just as good as our raised beds in these guys. And when it's finished, you can just sort of um, distribute all of that broken down straw onto the garden bed. So it's a really good way as long as you like it's not as pretty as a, a beautiful raised bed, but you know, if you're just in it to grow food, it is a really good option. So I hope that helps. And if you have any questions, please send us an email and I will talk to you next time. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the Love of Dirt podcast. If you love this episode, please leave a review to subscribe check out other episodes or grab some of my free food growing resources head on over to loveofdirt.com.au forward slash podcast